Hey guys, I'm Laura and I'm Anna and welcome back to your weekly dose of relatable content, questionable advice, lots of laughs, and as always, girl vibes only. Hello everyone and welcome back to Girl Vibes Only. I'm Anna and I'm Lauren and thank god it's Monday again. (laughs) (laughs) We are so happy to be back Mm -hmm. chatting with you. Another Monday in fall. Best time of year. Best time. Best month. Best October. Oh god. October just rocks man. I fucking love October. October's great. Um, But we have we've I feel like we've had some lighthearted episodes. Not that this is like not lighthearted but I guess this is more of like a serious-esque episode I guess you could say um but I know we've had some lighthearted ones recently so we're yeah we're jumping into our feels yeah unfortunately a little bit um so this episode we're talking about insecurities and being vulnerable and and like overcoming those insecurities yeah and like how they change over time um throughout your life and within different chapters and um, I feel like it's a real thing like I we were talking about this episode and I feel like one of the biggest things that's changed for me in terms of like personality or like um just life um weight like weight that I put on something yeah has been on like insecurities mm-hmm. and feeling more insecure now that I'm getting like deeper into my almost 30s <laughs> and um from college and high school and I know we have a large span of like listeners that mm-hmm. kind of fall in between all of those aspects so, um, it's just interesting how they change too over time. Yeah. And how they don't change also over time. Yeah. Well, so let's start first by like, how would we actually define insecurities, vulnerabilities? Like, what does yeah. that mean to us? Yeah. So Laura sent me like these questions, obviously, to kind of like, um, prepare prior to obviously the, us. Yeah. We um, don't just wing things here. Yeah. Girl surprise, well, sometimes we do, but to be, <laughs> we don't actually wing this. Sometimes we don't. Surprise, surprise. Um. But so I was thinking about this and I feel like being vulnerable and being insecure to me, like, I feel like I label them differently. Okay. Like insecurities, when I think about like an insecurity, I feel like I know it can be like physical, emotional, intellectual, like you can be insecure about anything. But for me, when I think of an insecurity, I mostly think about like physical insecurities. Okay. But like being vulnerable is just like a different it's basically like in my mind like having emotional intelligence to like recognize um like your feelings and your emotions and why you're feeling them and then like having that ability to share that with other people and like have open conversations about how you're feeling and emotions and everything like that um and I feel like for me being vulnerable it's like such a a weird dynamic I feel like I have because I feel like I'm I am an oversharer to like an extent um, and like in a lot of, I think like superficial ways, like I will like overshare anything, but then when it comes to like feelings and emotions, I really have a hard time like articulating them honestly to people. Um, And even too, like, I think I have a hard time sometimes like I can tell that I'm like obviously in a bad mood, but like identifying what emotion it is, like why I'm in that bad mood is like, sometimes a struggle for me like -hmm. sometimes I'm just like I'm in a bad mood like I'm mm, like I don't know if I'm mad I don't know if I'm frustrated I don't know if I'm anxious like I sometimes have a hard time like identifying like what the emotion is so then 
that's hard to articulate when you don't know what's wrong. But also I like, I find the idea of like starting a conversation to talk about like emotions is the most bizarre thing to me. Like it's difficult. It's so weird. Like, how do you like to me, like I just would never, and like, I'm very close with obviously my friends. Like I have no problem telling you guys things, but I'm never going to call someone up and be like, Hey, I'm feeling this today. Like it's just a really bizarre thing for me. And like, even like with Morgan, like my roommate, like sometimes like she can obviously tell I'm in a bad mood and she's like, are you okay? And I'm obviously like, yeah, I'm fine. And she's like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. And cause that's just the default answer you give. So sometimes it's nice, honestly, when friends like and are like well what's wrong you seem off blah 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 because then it like pulls it out of me and then when I get to that point then I'm like fine I can like be like I don't know I'm feeling weird blah 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 and sometimes it like talks me through that emotion but sometimes too I'm like I don't know how to articulate this like I'm just like I feel like that's also not what we're talking about today but like part of you like you don't like to be a burden on other people yeah that too um (laughs) I feel like that's very much your personality which is like lovely and like I think I have tendencies like that too but um, but I agree with all of that. Yeah. I think like insecurities and vulnerabilities absolutely overlap, but yeah. they can't, they are different. Mm-hmm. I think for me, very similarly, like an insecurity is something, um, this is how I categorized it when I was thinking about it. Insecurities is something that I feel like other people notice. Yeah. And I'm aware in this is, I'm using air quotes and stuff. I'm aware that they notice my mm-hmm. insecurity a lot of times it can be physical or it's something different. Whereas vulnerabilities for me is something I don't want people to know. So I'm not going to open up about it. That's what it is. That's how I know think that of is it. so true. Um, because like my vulnerabilities is way harder to talk about than my insecurities. Yeah. Like if you remember back in like high school or college, like, you know, oh my God, like my hair is so gross right now. I feel like I gained so much weight. You talk about insecurities yeah. way more. I'm not going to tell you about my vulnerabilities of how I am deeply like depressed right now. And I feel like no one likes me. No one wants to hang out with me. Like, yeah, that's my vulnerability. Yeah. No, that's so true. I feel like I'm in a therapy session right now. I'm just having like a breakthrough. (laughs) No, I did never put um, that together. That's so true. Like vulnerabilities are things I think other people that I try and hide. I mean, sorry. Yeah. These are things. I think other people can see. Yeah. And whatever. But vulnerabilities are like things I'm not just going to share. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Okay. Very true. I could not agree with that. Um, Could not agree with that anymore. Um, But yeah. So I feel like um, my insecurities though, since like, I think just over the years have changed so much. Um, Like since we were in high school and even college, um, I feel like they're just like a lot are the same, but then like a lot are different too. Like, would you feel like you still have insecurities and vulnerabilities oh, right now? Well, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. I feel like you always do. Like, I don't think you're never. You carry them with you a bit. Yeah. But I feel like. <sighs> That's weird though. I feel like my vulnerabilities probably change more frequently, maybe. Than insecurities. Yeah. Like, I feel like. Well, maybe not too. I don't know. That would make sense if you, you mentioned like when you were describing how you view both of these situations as 
um, like emotional intelligence, mm-hmm. it would make sense if your vulnerabilities change more often yeah. because you are becoming more emotionally intelligent as you get older, mm-hmm. more in the know. And I feel like that does like vulnerability is I I I agree that I think my vulnerabilities change more. Yeah. Because you also, I I don't know, I think throughout the years too, you're trusting more people. Like yeah. I think not I love every single one of our friends and my friends and especially in high school and college, mm-hmm. you guys got us through high school and college. Yeah. But I do feel like there is a surface level relationship mm-hmm. sometimes with certain friendships where you're not going to trust as much. Like yeah. you guys aren't talking about the deep things because you also didn't want to. Like back in yeah. high school, I didn't want to talk about those things. No. But now as I get older, like I feel, and honestly from the podcast, I feel like we've talked about vulnerability yeah. the past six so seasons much. like you know because and that's different mm-hmm. for me I would never normally want to talk about being people pleaser and like yeah. feeling like I'm like the third wheel for things and now I do yeah so I do I do think that changes right a bit more yeah no I agree like I think yeah I think my vulner and I think my vulnerabilities can be like situational almost sometimes um But yeah, so I feel like my insecurities have been kind of constant, but like still changed, I guess. So basically, and I feel like this is probably really anyone, but definitely specifically women, obviously a lot of like body image, like issues and like, that's probably my biggest like insecurity would be like anything, really anything physical, but just like body image and stuff like that. And I feel like back when I was, cause I'm obviously a short like person. So I was always like very, very tiny and like petite, like all growing up. And then like, once you like get out of high school and stuff, like your body just changes, like as you get older. And so I feel like I always like, even in, and I think back like in high school and stuff, I was so insecure with like how I looked and I was like, you are a fucking rail. What are you talking about? Yeah. You look back and you're like, why did I ever think those things? Yeah, exactly. And, um, So I feel like I was always, like, trying to be, like, super, super thin and, like, like, because I was short, I needed to be really tiny in every way, like, have no curve to me, nothing. Like, that was always, like, what I was striving for. And now that's not how I want to look. Like, my whole, like, perception of body image and, like, what a healthy body looks like has just changed so much over the years. And there's nothing wrong with people who look like that or have that body type. I'm not saying that, but like, it's just like not realistic. Or how you're feeling about the body type. Exactly. And it's like, that's like not my goal anymore. Like I feel like my idea of like what a healthy body looks like is just so different than what it used to be. And it's more just that about like feeling good in your body than like how it looks or like your weight or anything like that. Um, So I feel like my idea, idea of like body image and stuff like that has gotten so much better over the years and like with even within the past like couple years like more recently I still obviously have bad days bad weeks bad months like this whole summer was like terrible for me because summers are always summers my worst like, like I just and I just like it's not obviously like you're more like in like you know more scandalous I guess clothes yeah and, like, bikinis and stuff. but clothing. it's also just like we all know I hate summer and like I don't like <laughs> I don't work out in the summer and I know I I'm more depressed in the summer and I like don't eat the way I should. So like it was more just like, didn't feel good. Yeah. 
like I do other times of the year. Um, so I feel like it like ebbs and flows too of like how you deal with it and how you're feeling about it. But just like my mindset about it has just like been so different. And I feel like for so long, like, like honestly, high school, college, and like a while post-college, I was always like in the mindset, like I should be dieting right now. And it's so tough. And I feel like that's our whole generation is like, I was, I was never like, I was not on a diet that whole time. Believe me. Like (laughs) I would be like, Oh, I'm on a diet right now. I shouldn't be eating these things, but I would still be eating those things. Then I'd be failing at whatever diet I told myself I should be on. And it's just like a vicious cycle. And this is like the first year that I'm like, not like, I'm actively like, no, you're not on a diet. Like just stop. With, like with this like mindset and that has like helped so much too because I feel like that diet mindset just like feeds into everything but yeah so I feel like that's one of the things that like has evolved for me over the years but like it hasn't gone away and I don't think yeah. it will ever go away yeah I do think like you said it, women definitely deal with it and I think that's just a society and culture thing that's pushed upon us yeah. all the time um you know because it's always like what's in and what's out and like mm-hmm. for me I've definitely dealt with body issues as well. And it's the same thing. I wish I could shake myself like Mm -hmm. and be like, oh my God, you looked great. You were able to eat whatever you wanted. And you, you like, if only you knew, like, you know, your metabolism changes as you get older. And like, Mm -hmm. that's why our body changes when we get older. And it's like weird even for me now, like being pregnant, like this is the first time I'm supposed to gain weight. And that is an odd feeling, like checking your weight. So this is um, kind of tied into it. So for me, definitely body image and weight. And um, those those were all an insecurity for me, huge in high school, pretty significantly in college, not as much. High school was definitely like bigger for me and then, then pretty big in, in college. But um, I, one way I kind of got over that is I fell in love with working out a bit more mm-hmm. and found things that worked for me. And um, stopped weighing myself, like, because I'm like, like you said, it's more about how I feel. And I, like, shouldn't even worry about what a number is because the numbers are so different for every single person. Yeah. But now being pregnant, you have to weigh yourself every time you go to the doctors and you see a number and it keeps going up. And it's like, um, you know, I will say, like, doctors are very, very good about, like, not saying anything like no one's ever told me like oh my god stop what you're doing yeah. you know thankfully but it's it's an odd feeling to have that now be, I couldn't imagine like that's such like, a good complete opposite shift of what you're of told everything your you're told yeah. your whole life and it's still which is like interesting like you're not you're also not dieting like you yeah. know what I mean like they're like feed the baby like yeah put in more calories like you granted it's not a significant amount of more yeah. calories but it's just odd um So that's been an interesting exploration of my insecurity with Mm -hmm. that. And I feel like I'm doing pretty good with it. Like it's, I'm, I'm understanding like how amazing like women's bodies are. I know that's so cliche, but like. It's wild. It is wild. And that makes me, like, I honestly, I hope I come out of this with the same feeling because I feel so good about my body right now. Yeah. Um, And that is not always the case. (laughs) No, that's so like awesome and exciting because it's just, I mean, it is just true. Like a body is supposed to get you through life. Like it's literally not. And it's just like the vessel of everything that you're doing. Like not to be like philosophical, but like your, like your body is not who you are. No. In any slight case. 
It's, it's like you, and that's what I think has changed for me over the years is I've realized I'm not just a number. I'm not just my body issues or my insecurities. And, um, you know, my insecurities also are like my hair. Like, I feel like I never had like nice hair, like, you know, stupid, stupid stuff that I cared about. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, that doesn't matter. People want to know me. People want to get to know my personality. People want to like hang out with me because of the way I treat them. Yeah. Like that's what I focus on now. And I'm yeah. like, thank God I care more about that now right. than what I cared about looking like next to them in a picture. Yeah, no, 100%. I couldn't agree more. And it's just like crazy to it. Cause I feel like, especially now when you're saying like, oh yeah, I'm more focused on like, you know, I feel good and stuff like that. And it, it's like so true too. It's like, once you're focusing on that, it's like, it makes it easier. Like you want to do good things for your body and like right. be healthier because you like want to feel good. Like it's such a mind shift. And a, yeah. again, that's not like, it's like weird too. Cause I feel like once I started to have that like mind shift about things, it was still so rooted in like diet culture of like, mm. well, I want to like, I'm starting to focus more on like feeling better and like doing more of like, like of what I do when I, when my body feels its best. But I've been doing that and I'm still not losing the amount. I've been healthier and I still am not losing the amount right. of weight. And it's like, yeah, well, that wasn't the goal. Right. And that shouldn't be the goal. You're getting away from your goal. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's a matter of like wanting to do, you know, wanting to do about what makes you feel good. But then also like meeting yourself where you're at and like liking how you look for like how you are right now, not for what you'll look like when you do lose 10 pounds after eating healthy for whatever. Like that's just not the goal. And even that it's just, it's so hard. Like I don't, the whole diet culture thing, like it is the more and more I feel like we're learning about it. And even just like on TikTok, I'm just like, wow, I feel like we grew up like all with like the same mom. And like, (laughs) I, like, I feel bad for like our moms and like our parents. Cause like we definitely told that too. We got like the tail end of everything. And honestly, we got more like, bullied for it obviously social media not think not saying things are easier for us because they're not but like now we're starting to come to a better understanding they were like in the thick of diet culture and like the honestly the conception of it like all of I would say like nine times out of ten any like millennial mom and any millennials mom Mm -hmm. just has such an unhealthy relationship with diet exercise food body image and it's like so sad to like think about that yeah it's like it's like no one knew better yeah like that's kind of what it comes down to and I think that's why I do love our generation and like the generations under us I think are are starting to get there too it's like we're talking about these things more Mm -hmm. and like you talk about your feelings and people are relating more and I think that opens up to be like oh yeah okay, like if everyone else is having the same experience, why am I stressing about it? Like, why do I feel so vulnerable talking about it? Mm -hmm. Like with anxiety, like that was a huge, uh, I I guess for me, that was more of my vulnerability. Like, so I did not like talking about my anxiety. Mm -hmm. I didn't want people to know I had anxiety and I didn't know how to talk about it. You know, I think if you guys listened to our last season, um, we had an interview with Sam Shepard, a girl Mm -hmm. we went to high school with. And we talked a lot about like what that experience kind of was like and hiding it and how it makes you even more insecure Mm -hmm. and more vulnerable and um, more anxious. Yeah. But now people talk about it all the time and people are 
way more open about it. And that makes me feel like yeah. less vulnerable. Like yeah. that's my anxiety is no longer vulnerability, vulnerability for me. It's like, it's scary too. Cause it's like, especially when you are feeling anxious, like when you're like in the throes of it, like, Oh my God, I'm having like, even like an anxiety attack, like at the worst point, your first reaction is like, I need to tell someone, like, I need to be like, I need help, like something like that. Right. But then it's like, no, I can't, like, I can't let anyone know that I'm experiencing this right now, which then makes the anxiety spike. And like that whole, like, it's like a cycle. Yeah. That whole like mental, like gymnastics going on is like so stressful. Tiring. Yeah. Cause it's like the first, like, that's like the first thing. Like I remember when I had my first like anxiety attack, I was like, I, like, just, like, wanted to, like, call my mom and be, like, mom, I don't know what I'm doing, blah, 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 like, something's going on, like, I'm feeling this way, like, I don't know how to explain it, but then I was, like, no, don't, like, just sit in your room and, like, yeah, <laughs> be alone, yeah. and it's, like, it's such a scary thing to, like, hold yourself back from, I guess, yeah, like, not sharing it. Yeah, no, that's why I'm, I'm so glad people do talk about it, yeah. I feel like it is definitely something that has changed since we've gotten older, I think it does speak to, like, our age, like, we're getting more mature and we're realizing everybody is having these experiences yeah but also it's like times are changing thankfully and like people are more open to talking about it yeah and you can relate more to it and I do think it's really helpful 100% so kind of with that I guess you kind of answered this next question of like what are like insecurities or vulnerabilities that you know we've had that we no longer have now or like and like how we overcame them and stuff like that so I guess anxiety would be like one for you yeah yeah I think I mentioned you know like the for the body image is definitely was like finding something I actually liked and not mm-hmm. just like fake likes not just being like oh I found something that like because trust me I tried like gym multiple times d- didn't stick until yeah. it did mm-hmm. one time I was like I followed the specific program really liked the program I felt like it was realistic and it wasn't like a program it was just like a one of those pdfs you yeah. like, download online yeah and I loved it I'm like this makes me feel good I felt better I stopped weighing myself with like the anxiety, definitely talking about it helped. Mm-hmm. And then my other one is, um, I mentioned like a big vulnerability I had is I never felt, I always felt like the support friend. Like, yeah. and uh, I'm a very supportive person. So that's also why, and that's not yeah. a negative thing, I don't think. But I always felt like I had to prove more to like get in the circle, to to be funny, to have yeah. people actually want to be my friend. And um coming to realizations about that that I'm just yeah. like you need to chill learn <laughs> yeah like you need to realize that that's not why people are friends with you if they are then let them leave and kind of just that was a natural progression I think of getting older and mm-hmm. just realizing quality over quantity yeah but a th- big thing for me too that helped that not even on purpose is I stopped um being on social media as much Mm -hmm. and like for the past couple years I haven't really I don't post as much I don't do like Instagram stories or Snapchat stories as much and I like have nothing against anyone who does do them Mm -hmm. but for me a lot of there was so much anxiety like laced into it for me and it was like I don't know I don't know I felt like I was proving something or yeah. say I posted a photo with you yeah oh my god are all my other friends gonna be Mad. upset yeah that I posted a photo with you and it's yeah. like fake lies I would tell yeah. myself that people cared about but it was because of like that support and like the yeah. people pleaser in me and honestly I didn't do it for that reason I just kind of was like you know I want to like live more in the moment and mm-hmm. just trying to like balance my health yeah and I don't have that feeling anymore That's you know really nice. I'm definitely 
still a supportive friend and yeah. will help anyone out if 100%. they need it. But like, I don't have that least anxiety mm-hmm. with it anymore. And I'm like, oh my God, like that's yeah. so nice. It, it was like a relief. And I think you're just such a helper too. Like you're always like, you have such like a maternal like way about you that like, you're always the one, like if, some, if something's wrong, like you're always the first one to be like, are you okay? Checking in on people. So it's hard to it. Cause I feel like people who are that friend, it's like, also making sure that you have the friends that, like, will check in on you. Yeah, like, and you can easily get taken advantage. And definitely, yeah. like, in college, like, there's been, like, times where that's definitely have happened. Yeah. And I'm not friends with these people today because, yeah. like, you know, you kind of realize. That's just, like, your nature, which is yeah. just, like, sweet and, like, supporting other people. But then it's, like, if they're not going to do it back, it's, like, what the fuck? Right. Like, you can check on me, too. Yeah. Like, just, just make I'm sure. also doing okay. Yeah, like, like did you want to know about me? Do you want to know what's going on in my life? But yeah, those were mine. What about, how um, did you kind of overcome yours? So mine were, like, I was trying to think about it. And again, I, I don't think I came up with any vulnerability. <laughs> Not for a lack of, like, I don't know. I don't know that I can think of one that, You like, don't want to burn in us right now. <laughs> I don't know that, like, I have, like, none of, I feel like things that maybe are vulnerabilities, I'm like, they're not that big of a deal. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're just, oh, well, I'll start. Basically, I'm looking at my list now and everything I talked about, or I have listed as an insecurity, not a vulnerability, mm-hmm. now that we've made the distinction. Um, so, like, one is obviously, like, the body image thing. And, like, that, like I said, I haven't, like, gotten over. And I don't always think an ongoing you process. ever will. Yeah, it's, like, no. always, it changes, it changes daily. It's, like, some days are really great and other days are terrible. Yeah. So, like, that's, like, a constant one. But then other ones where, like, I used to be so insecure about my widow's peak, like, my hairline. Oh, my gosh. I you hated it. Hair. I literally um, shaved it off in middle school because <laughs> I was so embarrassed by it. Um, now I could give two shits. Like yeah. it's not at all a concern of mine, but like that used to be a really big That's concern so of crazy. mine. And then the other two were like my lips, which we've talked about. Mm-hmm. I have a thin upper lip. And like, again, nothing really like changed with that. I still think I have a thin upper lip, but I'm also not as concerned with it as I used to be. You're like caring less about what people think. Yeah. And, but I, did I get a lip flip and Botox (laughs) on my upper lip? Yes. And do I overline the shit out of them when I do a full face makeup? Also, yes. But But does it make you feel good? Exactly. It makes me feel better. And like, I'm not concerned. And like, I have, I haven't gotten filler. So I haven't gotten like Juvederm or anything, just like a lip fit and lip flip and um, Botox um, in the lip or whatever. So um, I forget where I was going with that. So yeah, so I've done that and it's like made me feel better. But oh, it that's like way less expensive. And I used to think I really wanted lip filler to like, you know, do that. But now I'm like, honestly, the lip flip and like overlining is fine with me. Like I'm not going to ha- I'm not going to go and do that whole thing. Yeah. Um, so that, and then the other was acne and I went on Accutane. So, yeah. well, I think you're like solving it by like you were identifying quote unquote problems yeah. Yeah. or things that you don't feel good about it. And you're doing something about yeah. it, which I think is also a huge key of what, we didn't do as like high schoolers in college is like you kind of just let it stew yeah like no one was really actively trying to do things I mean not even that you had to throw money at the problem but Uh just even like you just kind of let yourself be insecure yeah and it sucks Mm -hmm. and but now we're kind of like you know what let's actually do something about it and I do think for sure your confidence has increased Mm -hmm. oh for sure like and I think that would probably be vulnerability Mm -hmm. category because like your confidence has increased and then thus you care less yeah about like 
I'm going to get a lip flip and it right. makes me feel good. It's not because someone told me to get one. Mm-hmm. I want to do it. Yeah. And that's what's important. Like you guys can do anything you want as long as it's like you're mm-hmm. behind it. Yeah. Okay. I guess an, a vulnerability of mine, which plays into this yeah. or what you said about like confidence would be like, I generally speaking, walking into a room always feel like the black sheep because like in the sound and I when I say it aloud I know it sounds so (laughs) stupid but like I am an only child and like my parents are much older than most people's parents and I just like remember growing up when I was like in elementary you know just growing up like in school and stuff like I just felt so different than like everyone else because of those two things Mm -hmm. which again sounds so stupid I know but like when you just grow up like thinking like I didn't have like a like I think it's more of the sibling thing and we all know I have like major FOMO so like (laughs) I have just like FOMO just like with life experiences too like I will never have like a brother or sister relationship or everything like that and that like makes me sad that I won't have that but also I'm just like oh like I feel like I'm missing out on something that everyone else has that like makes me weird in some way and that's why like when people are like shocked that I'm an only child that's like the biggest (laughs) like honestly compliment someone could ever give me which again sounds ridiculous but it's just true well no it's something you literally grew up with yeah so I guess that's one of my yeah my vulnerabilities but I'm like feeling that less and less as I get older and it's so funny because this is how you like never know it's because it's like that's how I used to feel walking into rooms and it's like I definitely did not get that vibe that Mm -hmm. you were feeling like that at all I didn't get the vibe that you felt like that and until you talk about it you're just kind of like oh (laughs) and it's both for such different reasons for such different reasons yeah Yeah. so that's funny yeah Okay, so I, I guess now to, like, wrap things up, we can talk about kind of where we're at now, like, any um, insecurities or vulnerabilities that we're dealing with now. I know we may have touched on a couple um, and, like, how or, like, when they show up, like, in our lives and stuff like that. So I can talk about one now that I'm, like, currently going through, which is an insecurity, not a vulnerability. <laughs> um, I'm, like, having, like, a really big insecurity with my hair right now because I'm, like... I don't know what the issue is. I actually need to call my dermatologist, but I've been putting it off. I'm having like severe shedding, like hair shedding. Like and it's, it's falling out? Yeah. Like, and I'll show you. And it's been going on for like a few months. Like I really started noticing it at the beginning of the summer and like now I'm freaking out. And it's one of those things where like, when you think about like your body and it, when people are like, give yourself one compliment. My compliment has always been to myself, my hair. So if my hair starts to like that, you have that tied together. Yeah, I would like lose my mind. And I know that's so stupid. But like, women in general have such like ties to their hair. Yeah, I brought up how I've had that as an insecurity like a bunch of times. I pulled you probably see me I've literally pulled out like I think six strands of hair while sitting here. Oh, she just demonstrated like how that's literally one, two, I think that's literally five strands of hair. And I literally just like went like this yeah. and pulled it out. And we're so trash now. You're fine. Um, I'll vacuum. I know. So I've just been like ha- experiencing that the past couple months, and it's really like freaking me out. And there's like a lot of issue. Of course, I've been like googling it, and there's so many things that it can be tied to. Um, but like I don't know, obviously, what it is. And like I don't think like I yeah I was stressed for a while there in the summer, but like I wouldn't really say that I am anymore. 
and it said going off birth control could be a reason, but like I went off birth control two years ago. Yeah. Um, it says PCOS is a reason, and I'm like a little afraid that I have PCOS, but it's another thing that I'm like, I need to go get <laughs> have a checkup, but I don't yeah. want to. Um, so I, I need you to call the dermatologist and because they do like hair pull tests and stuff like that, but I started, like, I got a, like, hair growth serum that apparently is, like, amazing that I've been putting in my hair. I just literally just started it, like, five days ago, so it's going to take a couple months to, like, see if anything works, but, so if anyone has had experience, like, hair shedding and whatever, let me know what I can do, but I'm, like, freaking out about it now. Like, I, like, today, like, I'm doing all that, like, I got, like, a silk pillowcase, and, like, today I showered before I came here, and, like, I haven't brushed my hair yet since I showered because it's, like, don't brush your hair um, when it's wet, cause that's mm-hmm. when it's, it's most fragile. So I'm like waiting for it to fully dry before I brush it. Um, and you know, I got that serum or whatever. I got one of those scalp massage- yeah. massagers, but I'm like freaking the fuck out. It's like, I'm sure and I have like, okay. I have fine hair, but I have knock on wood, a lot of it. Right. So like, I, like, I, I am like, do I feel like my hair is thinning? But like, I don't know if it is. And like, you know, you, it is normal to lose like a hundred or so strands a day. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't know if what I'm losing is more than that. Like, how do you count? Like, right. And right. I'm psychotic. I literally have been counting the hair I pull out of my hairbrush now. I got a new hairbrush, one of those. Oh my teasers. God. Like it's like at the forefront of my brain at all times. Yeah. Um, so that's a new insecurity that has recently popped up that I want to off myself for. But, um, yeah. So, but look at you, you're already taking steps to figure it out, which is true, is but good. still freaking out. I have, That's I've done fair. all the preliminaries, still haven't yeah. called the dermatologist yet to make an appointment with her, but. Well, I mean, yeah, like, cause we're, we're always literally going to be dealing with insecurities at all times. Yeah. It's just going to like change on mm-hmm. what it is. But now I'm like, now this is even more like I got, I haven't done, you know how you get in like phases with like, like protein shakes and things like that. I like have been off my game for like honestly probably like the whole year so like I really haven't been into it like this year and that's something I usually loved like for breakfast and stuff and now I'm like okay I need to get back on that because like it could be a lack of protein yeah it could be something in your nutrition like your diet like this is especially we know like obviously fall is like when I like become an actual human again and I don't hate my life so I'm feeling better now because it's fall and like I don't hate it outside and I'm moving more and stuff like that I'm wanting to feel like healthier so like that's also a jump start to it but I'm like another reason to like do good things for your body because I'm like I will actually lose my fucking mind if I start to lose my hair yeah so that's if anyone has any advice or has also dealt with this please please share (laughs) because I'm having minor panic attacks that's fair. I mean, again, I'm not the best person to talk about hair because I always feel like I have hair issues. I feel like like a such nice hair. I don't know. I'm literally like would not go out in college if I could not get my hair to like look right. What? I would be like, I'm done. I'm not going out. I, I That's why for special events, I get my hair blown out yeah, now. Yeah, you do. Which I know is ridiculous, but I'm like, I, that's what need, I needed to do to make myself feel good. So yeah, no, I do it. Do it. Um, but yeah, so hair is tricky. I agree. Yeah. And it's I, delicate. It's one of those things, especially since it's one of the things where it was never an insecurity of mine. It was one yeah. of those things that brought me up. I'm like, this cannot. Oh yeah. That's like a double whammy go. then. Like this cannot yeah. be one of the things. Yeah. That's hard. So I think mine right now, I, I don't know what I would categorize this as. Like, I guess it would be more of an insecurity. 
Or no, maybe it would be vulnerability. I don't know. It's not a physical attribute. I think, you know, going into this next phase of my life, like there is that fear that I'm going to lose friends, Mm -hmm. lose people, not be in the forefront of others' minds. And again, being the people pleaser that I am, that's a huge deal. Yeah. Like, and I also, not even people pleaser. I'm just like a social person. Like, I just like people. I like friends. I like talking and, um... I do worry that I'll lose a bit of that community. I'm yeah. sure like I will gain more community with other people, like new moms. Like I'm sure there's more good things to come. And that's kind of what I keep telling myself as well. Mm-hmm. But it is just like a weird feeling, you know? So I'm definitely, I guess I am more vulnerable. Like I'm, I know that it's going to be something that's like requires some work and requires yeah. patience and it's going to be different and I'm going to be different. And I think that's just weird going into like yeah. the next phase of your life to be like, it's scary too. Cause I feel like for you, at least in our friend group, you're always like kind of the Guinea pig. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you are though. You're the first one to all like the first one to get married. Right. First one to have a kid. At least, I mean, at least you're right, right. and stuff now, but like, yeah, no, you kind of, no, are it is. I mean like our for things. friend group, it, I'm the minority right now, yeah. you know? So it is definitely weird to, go through it yeah and it would be so different if like all of us mm-hmm. were moms or moms to be and then would be like oh yeah this is no big deal we've like, all just gone through it exactly. but I don't know I keep telling myself like I'm still me and so yeah. it's like I'm still gonna make an effort to do things and I know my friends are still them and like yeah. they're gonna make an effort too but it is just weird it's like it's a weird, weird and it's definitely gonna be like a change yeah and things are never gonna be like the same. the same. And I need to know that. I'm never going to be able to drop out of a hat, yeah. come over to someone's house to get sushi, like, real quick. It might yeah. have to be a planned event. Like, yeah. it's – I can still go, but right. I just might have a kid but on my hip. Okay. Like, and, like, it's more exciting things yeah. that are going to happen that, like, we didn't have. But, like, now we have children birthday parties to attend right. and plan and go to, which I think are going to be a blast. Right. That was We'll not... have slip and slides with alcohol. Yes, that so. was not an event that we are privy to. No. And now it will be an event that yeah. we are, which is really exciting. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's an excuse to stay in for all of us and be like, let's just go to Lars and if like, you guys need excuse. hang out with the baby <laughs> and order food and hang out and do I'll be stuff. there. So it's yeah. All good, exciting things, but obviously I understand where you're coming yeah. from. Like, And I also, like, keep telling myself there's no one way to be a mom no. either. So it's, like, I don't need to, like, literally never have friends again and yeah. never leave my house and never do anything. Will it be different? I'm not going to be, like, yeah. totally naive and be, like, I'm going to go to every trip that mm-hmm. anyone plans and every event. No, I'm not dumb. Yeah. But I – it's different, you know what That's I mean? That's such a good point, too, and I was literally thinking about that the other day kind of like on the opposite end of that of like you know I'm having one of my spiral sessions of like I'm gonna be alone forever (laughs) and you know I have another friend getting married and I'm like great another wedding I'm going to go stag to Morgan made fun of me when I said that stag Um, (laughs) but no I was having one of those moments where I'm like oh my god I'm gonna be alone forever and I was like you know, once you like go down the rabbit hole, it's like all of my friends are going to get married and they're going to start to have kids of their own. And I'm not going to be an active part of their life because they're going to obviously have their own families. So they're not going to have time to for me or invite me over ever. And I don't have a big family and like, I don't have siblings, so I'm not going to be part of their family. So I'm going to be so alone and I'm going to be an outcast. And like, I was thinking about like visiting my 
uh, some of my friends who live out of state. And I'm like, how much longer am I going to be able to visit them? They're going to start to have kids, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, no, I'm like, stop right now. Like that whole idea of like, like a single woman having like no one in her, like it's not, so it's archaic, just like so outdated yeah. and I'm like there's so first of all there's so many more like single women nowadays yeah and single men obviously too but like just single people like choosing to go through life that way yeah and like who says like just because I'm a friend I'm not still going to be like an yeah play an active role in like my friends lives and their kids lives and stuff yeah. like that and like why wouldn't I go out of state and visit my friends and when they have kids and like yeah. spend like a weekend with them and like that yeah. can still happen. Like who says it can't? It's just like changing the mindset yeah. of it. But it is weird because both of what we're talking about on the other sides of the spectrum are the typical like old school yeah. feelings that you have. I believe in my head I said there's so many ways to be an aunt. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, There's not one way to be an aunt. Aunt Annie has a place in our home. Yes, exactly. Thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> I love it. Aunt Annie I would actually prefer over. because, again, I'm worried about friends. So I will be come over, over all the time. See, that we're both worried about We're solving each other's exactly, issues. Exactly, so don't be concerned. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so just goes to show you, like, still definitely deal with it. They definitely change. I think it's way healthier how we deal with them yeah. and how we approach them. And it's okay to also, if you aren't, like, don't have a healthy relationship with your insecurities right now because it's, like, you can be near 30 and still be dealing with what you're talking about. And you're not going to be healthy with every insecurity all the time. No, you're going to have – it's – it ebbs and flows. Like there's going to be yeah. time periods where you feel stronger in one area and sometime periods where you're like, this is just rocking me and that's yeah. okay. Yeah. Like with my hair right now. Yeah. The amount of time I spend a day thinking about my hair falling out and being bald, maybe in hopefully a year from now, I'm like, why did I ever spend time worried about Listen, that? I make really good wigs. I don't care. No. Not, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I hope you can listen to this and feel a little less alone and definitely vibe with us on some of this stuff because we don't like feeling alone obviously yes. so we, I feel hope it, we both feel it in some way as well so you're yeah. definitely not alone but we hope you enjoyed this episode and we will catch you again next week yeah see talk to you soon bye thanks for listening to the girl vibes only podcast we hope you enjoyed this episode and stick around for more every monday morning be sure to follow us on instagram at girl vibes only that's g-r-l vibes only to stay up to date on our latest content and be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode ttyl xoxo girl vibes only